1: you're listening to killer queens a true crime podcast some material may be disturbing and we do use adult language listener discretion is advised to get access to new episodes subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts get in on the conversation on instagram and join our facebook discussion group at killer queens podcast where we discuss cases covered on the show and all things 90s but don't take our word for it. (laughs) Now on to today's case. Oh, man.
2: Shanann Watts and her two daughters, three-year-old Celeste and four-year-old Bella, vanished on Monday. Their startling disappearance triggering a statewide alert as police and the FBI focus on her home outside Denver where she was last seen. When I got home yesterday, it was like a ghost town. Like, she wasn't here kids weren't here. I have no idea like where they went. Chris Watts, Shanann's husband, says his wife, who's also 15 weeks pregnant, came home from a business trip at 2 a.m. Monday. The couple having an emotional conversation, he says, before he left home around 5 a.m. Watts says Shanann never returned text messages later that morning and never answered the door when her friend arrived at the home at noon. Watt says he knew something was wrong. I was trying to get home as fast as I can. I was blowing through stoplights. I was blowing through everything just trying to get home as fast as I can because none of this made sense. Police who have searched the family home and area with dogs say for now there are no significant leads. 34-year-old doting mother's car still in the garage.
1: So leading up to the disappearance, to say that their marriage was unraveling would be an understatement so on June 11th after Shanann said they discussed having a third child like in a lot of detail and really sat down together and made the decision like should we have another kid should we not and they decided to try to get pregnant so on June 11th She posted a Facebook video announcing that she was pregnant with her third child. And this is the video, like a lot of people have seen it, where she's wearing a shirt that says, oops, we did it again. And when he comes home, he sees it. And he seems... That's amazing that she did that. Yeah, he seems like... He's like, really? Are you serious? And he's like, wow, I guess if you really want it, it happens. According to later police interviews... Chris said that the last time that he and Shanann actually had slept together was when they conceived this third child. Oh. So, they're interviewing him in August, and she... 15 weeks, right? Five, yeah. So, yeah, this would have been, like, May. Because she announced it June 11th. That's, what, like, almost four months? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's pretty bad. It's worse than Ross. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three months, okay? <laughs> um on june 14th shanann posted the now heartbreaking and it's almost eerily foreboding video of bella in the car singing the song about her daddy being a hero she's like daddy you're a hero you're a hero through and through i can't even like yeah don't a lot of people who have covered this case are like everywhere that's out there they post the video i can't do it i can't i'm not going to splice that audio in i will fucking sob you will fucking sob it's horrible. We're I just mean, doing it's doing you a favor by not like It's just so sad like to think that and those girls are fucking spitting images of him. I mean, they are and I can't. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so she posted on, that like on 14. June the 14th. Yeah. Um, this is also the same day, though, that Chris enters Nicole Kessinger's contact information into his phone. So he worked with Nicole Anadarko. She was a contract employee. She did something in the safety department or some shit, and um, she worked in the office. He would come in from time to time to like get parts or whatever, because he mostly worked on <laughs> job mostly worked on job sites. Bless you. Thank you. And um, June the fourteenth, he enters her contact information into his phone eyebrow raised i'm so fucking pissed <laughs> i'm so fucking pissed i wish that you could you guys could see her eyebrows you right want to know who i'm pissed at my husband Ooh. yep oh no. i'm the Plot kinda, twist yep i'm the kind of woman who <laughs> i can't watch sex in the city without getting pissed at andrew so i don't watch it anymore yeah makes me question things it is such a sad case but it also makes you wonder like you I'm think everything's okay sure. and you think things are going okay and you talk sure. with your husband and you say i want to have a third child and you fucking get pregnant and that's hard she already has health issues it's so hard to be pregnant like it's so hard on your body yes, yes. yeah it's so hard on your body and like she's carrying this child and she's doing what she can and, and look she's doing what she can for like her marriage yes she's working so hard in the marriage and like if you if you read like what how people describe shenan people who are friends with her loved her. It's not like they talked about her negatively, but they described her as a helicopter mom. The house and um the family ran on a tight schedule. She ran a tight ship. like I think she was probably a little financially like inept, maybe or yeah, she was probably a little bit controlling. She probably had a certain way she wanted to do things. oh sure sure um, and maybe Chris didn't want to be told what to do anymore. like I don't know. But all of those things aside, she is working so hard on her marriage. And I just i've I can't. I'm just so upset about it. I know. I know. um, so on, and I'm not trying to say that, like, it's no one's fault that we did. Th- I mean, I was just joking about it. <laughs> oh. Like, it's your <laughs> fault that Terrell is upset right now because we're doing this case. Like, yeah, how it do was, you feel? No. it was just a joke. Yeah, uh-huh. just a joke. Um, so on Father's Day, Shanann posted tribute to Chris on Facebook, which a lot of people do. I'm typically about four to five days late on that kind of shit. I'm like, oh, by the way, Happy Father's Day. You're doing Jay, the best you I can though. Girl. Yeah, I've got two kids. Um, <laughs> but you know, she's like. He's the best daddy us girls could ask for. And and everybody. Us are, girls could yeah, ask for. Everybody around them said that he was a great father. He was a great husband. Like, So why? Yeah, yeah. people described him as like the father. And like even her parents were like, we couldn't have asked for anybody better to marry our daughter. Like, Like they thought he took such good care of her. It's just, it's. It's scary. Mm -hmm. Um, On June the 27th, Shanann, so this is when she goes to North Carolina, where both of their families are from. So she's going to stay for six weeks. Chris is going to come on the sixth week. So she's going to stay there five weeks with the girls Mm. and they're going to see family. And then because Shanann works from home, so she can do that. She can go back and take a trip or whatever. So then Chris is going to stay home. He has to work and then he's going to take one week with them at the end. This is the beginning of the end. So because we're at June 27th now, so June the 14th, he puts Nicole's information into his phone. Now they're talking. So June the 27th, his wife leaves. Piece of shit. Yeah. Now he's got five weeks where he can just fucking do whatever he wants with his girlfriend. So she goes to North Carolina for the five weeks and then Chris is going to join him on the sixth week. During this time, Chris is a fucking bachelor. He's telling Nicole that he and his wife have already separated. They have not had this discussion yet. It's like been brought up that maybe we should, or maybe that's gonna go somewhere. But at this point, that's not where it is. When when Shannan left, and she tells her friends this in text messages later, she's like, "When I left, we couldn't. He couldn't get enough of each other. Like he." seemed so in love and like toward the beginning of the trip she would text him and be like hey I had a hard time getting a hold of you today is everything okay and he's like oh no 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 no! it's just like somebody got fired at work and so I've had a lot more responsibility um but I love you to the moon and back I'm just stressed out or whatever and she's like okay and then as time goes on she's like not able to get in touch with him and stuff well in North Carolina and Colorado that's such a big distance like oh yeah how on earth could I mean not that i he's a fucking bull like dipshit to do this and like the worst kind of man to lie to his family and also to kill them yeah but the situation kind of set itself up where it did and it and that's the thing because it's like it was already kind of a little bit rocky for him for whatever reason and maybe the third kid was like oh shit for him maybe it was because of the finances i don't know but, well, but you know how you have children like there's so many things. Yeah. He so meets many. this woman and he describes to Nicole, at least, that he's never felt the way that he feels about her, about anybody else and like all this stuff of while course. he's still married. Of course. Yeah. And like he meets this woman. He's just like swept off his feet and he meets her at work like it just fucking I don't know. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Chris Watts. Yeah. So, um, and also, I hope you burn in hell. I'm sorry, he's going to, yeah. No, I know he's going to. Um, okay, so on July the 4th, Nicole comes over to the Watts house for the very first time. So, Chris invites her over and he's like, Hey, let's, um, he says he's gonna cook her dinner or something or lunch. So, she comes over on July the 4th and she says she doesn't stay very long. So he told her, my wife and I are already separated. We're in process of selling this house. I'm sleeping and living in the basement. And so she gets there and she's like, this is not comfortable for me. Um, I can tell that your wife still obviously lives here, which he did tell her she did. But he says they, they're not acting as a married couple anymore or whatever. But she's like, you know what? I feel weird. I'm in somebody else's house. I don't feel like I should be here. They had lunch and then she left. She's like, I don't feel comfortable with it. Well, good good for for you, but whatever. Because then by July the 10th, Shanann is texting Chris, asking what's wrong, telling him he's become distant. He tells her everything's okay. But, you know, by the time he gets to North Carolina, it's pretty much over. Um, On July the 14th, Chris and Nicole go on a date to a car museum. And that afternoon, Shanann tries to call Chris four times and he fucking ignores it every time. While he's with his mistress. Yeah, piece of shit on july and that's such a man i mean not to say that some women don't love a car show because <laughs> people do yeah like, so some for her birthday to he get her an a beard trimmer <laughs> i know but maybe i'm not i'm not trying to like make a generalization but that was a date for him yeah you know what i mean like that just goes to show maybe how fucking self-centered and self-absorbed he is where he's like oh you'd probably love to come watch me I don't even know what the fuck would be, you know, like look at cars. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, Ugh. actually wait till the next date they go on. Well, okay. I don't know. Maybe I'll raise you the car show. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on July the 18th, Nicole sends Chris a semi nude photo of herself. And you can see in the picture, the pictures online. So she's, like, in her lingerie oh or whatever, and she's, like, standing in, in a doorway, and, like, she's in front of the mirror in the bathroom. And you can see that he took the picture of her, so he's, like, kind of in the background or whatever. But she sends him the picture. I guess he took it from her phone or something. Looking it up now. Oh, yeah. Nicole Kessinger. Semi-nude photo. Um, what Chris did, a genius, is he got a calculator app that is fake. And when you type in a certain number, it's basically your passcode and it's all the files that you want to hide. So your wife doesn't know about your nudie pics. On July the 28th, they take a trip together to the Great Sand Dunes National Park and they camp out that night together. And then on July the 30th, Chris buys a romantic card and writes the lyrics to a song inside of it and gives it to Nicole before he leaves for North Carolina. And at this point, he's already said I love you a few times. So, literally, in five weeks, gross. they're saying I love you and shit. Gross. On July the 31st, Chris flies to North Carolina to join his family. And while he is gone to North Carolina, she spends over two hours on Google searching for wedding dresses. Oh, my God. But she says it's not serious. Okay. <laughs> it's not serious. Um, So... That is so presumptuous and, like, so... But I think he had been talking about it with her. Well, sure, but it's, like, it's so quick. It's very quick. so... I don't even know the right word for it. You know what I mean? Like, jumping the gun and, like, getting into it. Like, it's naive at oh, the yeah. very least. Oh, yeah. I'm but sure she feels really stupid about the whole thing. I hope so, honestly. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but get get your shit together. Right. So, before Chris's arrival in North Carolina, an incident occurred between Shanann and Chris's mom. I'm sorry, Chris's mom. I cannot remember your name. You're a bitch. Yeah. I hope you're listening. I don't even know her and I hate her. Yeah. So, this has to do with one of their daughters, uh, Cece's severe nut allergy, and Chris's mom serving everyone ice cream with nuts in it. Mm. So... Yeah, so ap- apparently Cece is so allergic to nuts that if she even smells them, and there are people like this. this is why name they- is Ronnie. His dad's name is Ronnie, I thought. Cindy, I'm sorry. <laughs> it could be Ronnie. I mean. It could. It Ronnie could. is a woman's name. It's yeah, Cindy, yeah, yeah. though. It's Cindy. Okay. All right. Fuck you, Cindy. Um. So there are people who, like, that's why they don't do the peanuts on the plane anymore because there are some people who are so allergic that if they smell it, they'll, like, ha- go into anaphylactic job. Yes. Drop. So, and they had to carry an EpiPen with them all the time in case some Cici kind of an had, allergy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So, Shanann made it very clear. She cannot have nuts. She cannot be around nuts. She cannot eat nuts. So, what the fuck does Cindy serve? Ice cream with nuts in it. And she's giving it to everybody. And before CeCe ate it, because, of course, she's little and she's just going to eat it if there's ice cream in front well, of her. she trusts you implicitly. Yeah. Um, Shanann intervened and was like, fuck no, you're not going to eat this um thank god she yeah a good mama she is and but i think what was going on is cindy believed that Shanann made up the health yeah. problem so i think she was trying to get under her skin and be like she's gonna eat it and it's gonna be fine and Shanann was like wrong. yeah and Shanann was like fuck you that's my child's well-being so she took the girls and she left and she yeah. was like i'm not being here anymore well okay after that chris's dad Ronnie okay. Fuck you too. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, unfriended Shannon on Facebook and blocked her. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then so they petty, had oh Yeah, God. and then they had a birthday party for CC later at Shanann's family's house and they were invited to it and they chose not to go. And Chris then she texted Chris and told him about this because obviously she couldn't fucking get in touch with him because he's with his girlfriend and can't talk on the phone to his wife well, sure. but she had texted him and told him about it and he basically That's was so just shitty like "Shitty though like she's with his family at a fucking party and he's with his girlfriend I'm, t- I'm gonna burn your fucking house down and I don't have a choice I can I cannot like, no yeah it's fucked up piece of shit I know like, so he so he's like well um i mean i understand what you're saying but you know <laughs> he's like kind of trying to make light of it or whatever then god when he, damn you yeah then when he gets to north carolina he's mad at Shanann because he feels like she has driven a wedge between him and his family and he asks her at one point, well, can I bring the girls with me to visit my parents Uh, and she was like, no, you cannot. Because Sydney cannot respect the fact that like fucking Cece has a peanut allergy. Right, and she's like, if if she's willing to risk our child's life just to prove me wrong, but obviously, he doesn't care, you know. Right. So, and maybe that's hereditary, you know what I mean? Like Maybe, maybe? it is, yeah. I mean, Ugh. Uh, well, put a pin in Cindy and what a fucking bitch she is, because we'll come back to it. I would love to put a pin in her. Yeah. Ooh, does anybody have a voodoo doll? I know, right? Yeah. Like, how many pins can we put in her? Exactly. So, before the trip, they had, like we said, mentioned separation, but then while they were in North Carolina, she kind of... They went back and forth. After he got there, he was really cold towards her. I'm um, not surprised. That's so a boyfriend that wants to, like, break up with a girlfriend. And they, like, yeah. get really distant it, it, until like, you she break said up he, with them. Yeah, he wouldn't even hug her. He wouldn't touch her. He wouldn't kiss her. Like, he refused sex. She was telling her friends, like, he won't even have sex with me. All this stuff. Which is hard enough when you're pregnant. I mean, well, totally. like, you already feel like you're not attractive. Your husband is always like, it's so weird. And really? I have to feel the baby move all day, every day yeah get the fuck over it yeah so it's already hard enough women are so strong women are so strong for sure so he's like when to have sex with her all this kind of stuff well then they get back to reality colorado (laughs) (laughs) and they go to an ultrasound appointment which up until this point chris has been kind of like not having anything to do with the baby yeah he goes to the ultrasound appointment could not give more of a shit like doesn't care about it and so is like you know what i'm canceling the gender reveal party we have (gasps) so on august the ninth, she canceled the party because she's like obviously he's not excited about it That's so sad yeah so she wanted her friend she called her nikki the one who went to her house yeah Yeah. she was like nikki's just gonna tell me what the gender is like i don't want to have this party or whatever so so it's really awful um, on Friday, August the 10th, Chris took the day off work to take Shenan to the airport and to care for the girls while she was away on business. At about 3.05 p.m. that afternoon, he meets co-worker Troy McCoy in a Safeway parking lot to exchange an Amazon fire stick. During the meeting, Troy got a call from another co-worker, Cody Roberts, who said that there was a problem at one of the job sites. A slow leak, but it could wait until Monday... And Chris overhears this, and he's like, I'll go. I'll go to that job site on Monday morning by myself. Nobody else can go. I will go by myself to the job site, but nobody else can go. And they're like, okay, great. Fine. You do it. Hashtag alibi. Yeah. Well, hashtag where he dumped the bodies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, hashtag premeditation. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So... um He knew it was a one-person job. He knew nobody else needed to be there. He knew he'd have hours there, possibly. Fucked up. So, hashtag, like, that could be the trail that leads back to you. (laughs) Yeah, hashtag, your fucking work truck has GPS on it. You dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) On Saturday the 11th, Chris took Nicole on a date to the Lazy Dog Sports Bar and Grill. (laughs) Where he gave her a Norelco beard trimmer. (laughs) So, here's the thing about that date, though. He paid with a card. Now, Nicole said up until this point, they actually didn't go out in public together very often. Like, those other two dates that I mentioned were pretty much the only two times they went out together in public. They usually hung out at her apartment. Mm -hmm. She said they had sex, like, four times a day. Four times a day? I don't even know. Like, doesn't your dick fall off? I don't know. Does she have... beard flavored nipples no. <laughs> basically so but that time he paid with a credit card now this is August 11th and on the 13th they go missing so it seems like if you're leaning towards the premeditation which I am sure I think by that point he was like well fuck it, I don't care if she finds out because that day because Shanann did keep an eye on the bank account and she's like What's a 60 something dollar charge for dinner? And he's like, Oh, well, I went to a Rockies game and I had dinner. She's like, So she said, What did you order? So he told her. So she looked up the fucking menu and she's like, That should have been like $25 for you. And he's like, Well, I had drinks too. Smart, clever girl. She's like, You motherfucker, you bought somebody else dinner. That was a dinner for two and I fucking know it. She knew. She knew at that point. Well, how could you not? I mean, come on. Yeah. And so Nicole reported that it was unusual that he used a card because he was he was very adamant that he only used cash or gift cards when they did go out together. He got sloppy about it. Oh, he got sloppy. He didn't care anymore. So on Sunday, August the 12th, Chris texted that Cody Roberts again that he worked with to reassure him. I'm going to go to the job site in the morning. You don't have to go there. Everything's fine. On the morning of the thirteenth, Chris did in fact drive to Site Three Nineteen, where he was supposed to check that leak. So Troy McCoy arrived on site at about eight forty a.m. and he noticed Chris was, Chris, Chris. my God, Chris was dressed unusually sloppily from his norm. So he said that normally he wore like a fitted shirt. He normally wore his newer, like, red-wing boots to work, but to oh, this nice. day, he was wearing old, like, really old, ratty boots. One of his pants legs was tucked inside the boot. One of them wasn't. He was wearing a super baggy shirt. So, he he had on his first date attire. <laughs> yeah. 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 He had on his... I'm just trying to paint a picture here. Yeah. I don't care if this gets dirty. Yeah. First, first date, date attire. attire. Yeah. yeah. So... um. After, so Chris got there first by himself. And then after that, other employees, like they had already gone to the office and they came out there to check it because he wasn't able to fix it. They all determined this isn't going to be able to be fixed the way that we thought it was going to be able to. So they're like, let's just move on to another job site or whatever. Sure. I don't get this. Chris is like, hey, dudes, I got to go take a shit over here. Okay. I got to shit first. And they're like, Troy McCoy is like, I didn't think anything about it at the time. Why wouldn't you think anything Why about it? Why would you not think anything about it? Like, if you and I were going to the mall or whatever, sure. and you're like, well, first I have to poop, I would expect you to go into the bathroom, Yeah, but he's like, he pulls this truck around the side of those oil tanks, because he's going to shit first, and everybody's like, that's cool, man, just take a crap out here. Is there some kind of a place where you can go take a shit? I don't believe so. I think it's just dirt and stuff. Oh, I would rather, I don't understand. I don't know how men are, but I, I would. Like, what is wrong with you guys? Why? Use the fucking toilet. Why? So, so, you know, they don't think anything about it or whatever. But now it's that telling. he looks back it's on telling. it, he thinks he was burying some evidence there. Yeah, it's telling. So, on August the 14th. Okay, so they go missing on the 13th. Sure. Chris then begins to do public uh, news appearances or whatever. Yeah, media spots and stuff. Yeah, and then um, on August the 14th, Nicole spoke to police, and she came clean about her affair with Chris. So Chris never told them about the affair until... Wait, Nicole is a... Oh, Nicole Kessinger. Oh, my God, I was like... Not the friend Nicole. I know, I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's confusing, because Shanann's very good friend, Nicole...
0: Nikki. Atkinson,
1: I think. Nikki. Yeah, but Chris also calls Nicole Kessinger oh, Nikki. It's like confusing. It, like it, and then like her it. son's name is Nicholas. Yes. And then the baby that Shanann was pregnant with was a little boy named, and they were going to name him Nico. Uh, is that not a precious name? I, I love know. Nico. It's such a cute name. So, um, but anyway, so Nicole comes into the sheriff's department and she lets them know about her affair with Chris, except that... She deletes all of her search history and all of her phone history with Chris before. Hilarious.
0: So you just, you already said, but you removed text messages?
1: I
3: deleted all of his stuff because he lied to me. I mean, that's what it it was. It was the hurt that made me delete it. And then it was the lie that made me start questioning everything else he'd been telling me for the last few days.
0: And that's when you decided to come forward? Yes. Okay. So just for context, yes. when people delete stuff off phones, usually we go. Hold no, on no, a no, 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 uh, no. Right. It, it wasn't malicious at all. It wasn't malicious at
3: all. He, he, he lied to me. It just hurt. Like I had never felt like he'd ever lied to me before, and it was a big lie. I mean, right. telling somebody that you're in the midst of a divorce and then you have a wife that has a 15 week old baby on the way is. A huge huge thing and I was very taken back and I was just it was hurt and so at that point I just I like deleted it I had I had a few more quick things to say to him and then I just got rid of him that's literally what I did I just cut him out of my life it would honestly been like a bad breakup kind of thing like if none of this other stuff would have happened that's what it would have been that would have been the end of it
0: the information was not destroyed Because there was anything in there that would be uh, harmful to you or potentially to Chris at this point, but harmful to you in particular, that's not what you did. No, 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 no. You did it out of, uh, excuse my language, this guy's an asshole, so I'm getting rid of him, and I'm getting this stuff off my phone.
3: That was like me kicking him out of my life. Okay. And then, like I said, and then realizing that he lied, that was when I was like, okay... Maybe his family is in danger and they're not coming back and they're not staying with a friend.
1: So, of course, she didn't delete it like malicious or anything. Like, Well, no, of course not. No, she just because he lied or whatever. And according to her and they went through all of her shit. It he never mentioned that is that Shanann was pregnant, apparently. So she thought I think she genuinely thought that they were getting a divorce. I believe that yeah just wait so oh, okay never mind <laughs> she had obviously she deleted all of her search history she deleted all of their messages to each other um but guess what Why the police still that? found that yeah, stuff because they, they can, can recover it, it. Yeah. yeah yeah so among her search history and the things that she deleted were uh man i'm having affair with says he will leave his wife oh. and this is like early on in the situation uh obviously the wedding dresses she spent two hours doing that she started searching Amber Fry, which was the mistress in Scott Peterson's. Ugh. So this is after the the wife and kids are missing. Actually, it's after they found the bodies that she starts searching Amber Fry. Gross. Uh, do people hate Amber Fry? What is the book deal Amber Fry got? <gasps> book deal? Yeah. She wants to know. Now Amber Fry did not fucking know that Scott Peterson was married and had no idea. I believe Amber Fry 100%. Absolutely. She came forward and then she began working with the police to try to but help them. But this fucking them. Nicole was, like, trying to figure out, like, a way to how could I profit leverage from it this? into yeah. getting a career or a money deal. Here's another one. Can cops trace text messages? Oh, um, you,
0: you dumb, dumb bitch. bitch. <laughs> you dumb yes bitch. they can.
1: Uh, how long do phone companies keep text messages and difference between text message content and text message Detail, You dumb bitch. Yeah. So, police say that they don't think Nicole had any prior knowledge of what the crimes that were going to take place or anything like that. That she didn't know anything that happened. But I do think she fucking sucks because she obviously was trying to profit from an entire family's murder. Yeah. On August the 15th, officers responded to the Anadarko oil well site, the job site 319, Um, where Chris had spent the first part of Monday morning, August the 13th, per the GPS of his work truck, just like Shanann's mom said. Yes. During this time, officers collected several pieces of evidence, including a tuft of hair from the thief hatch of an oil battery, parts of a rake, a bed sheet and other items. Uh, Shannon's Shanann's Shenan. decomposing body was located in a shallow grave not far from the oil batteries, and she'd been buried in the fetal position and covered with only about three inches of dirt. Oh so God. when they went through the house, the beds were all unmade. Um, they did recover inside the house the fitted sheet, the comforter, the pillowcases of the master bed. But it wasn't like the. But the top sheet, sheet was not yeah. there. Well, he, it Rocked
0: was here. In it.
1: Yeah. So he wrapped her in it. Oh my Um, and I believe that she was killed in that bed because there were like on that sheet, there were drag marks. He drug her in it, but there was also like mascara stains, you know, like she, I think she, I think that's where it happened. Um, so then I feel like, I mean, not to be brutal and gross, but like a flat sheet would be a good way to um wrap someone up you know yeah like it's It's big enough yeah yeah um the bodies of the girls were discovered the next day so what they had to do with those oil batteries these are these are two very big tanks and how big are they like because i'm imagining like a i don't even fucking know like a like a oversized garbage can is that what it is like an old drum no it's very big okay Um, let's see those two like silos yeah they look like silos so the next day is when the girls bodies were discovered and what they had to do because there's so much oil in these things they had to drain the oil out to fish the girls bodies out so what's particularly disgusting about this to me and i'm sure to everybody i mean in addition to the fact that he killed his children is that to put them down in these oil batteries the the opening was eight inches wide It's like it's, it's not very like, big. He shoved his two daughters in, in each in one and he told the police that he knew that there was different amounts of oil in each one because the splashes were different. What the fuck is wrong with him? They recovered both of the girls wearing their 90s, one of them was pink, one of them was unicorn. Um, one of them was wearing her little pull-up. I mean, oh my god, it's horrible. And the tuft of hair, he he didn't have very much time that morning. By the time he got all the way out to that oil site before everybody else got there, I think he only had like an hour, maybe an hour and a half, or something like that. So he had to dig Shanann's grave, and then he had to put these two girls in these oil batteries. So he's shoving them down in there, and how did, how did some of die? the hair came off? How like did they die? He smothered them. So, I mean, it's just, he was sloppy about it. I, t- I, just, I, I just can't imagine doing that to your child's bodies. Like, I just don't understand it. Um. So, Shanann was strangled in the early morning hours of August the 13th. She exhibited no defensive wounds. When they did her autopsy, th- there was nothing. I mean, the so only thing that was on was her like- body was the bruises on her neck from Asleep he strangled her already. with his hands yeah i think so it but nobody knows the they don't know the order that it happened in it's very possible that he smothered the girls before shenan even came home he may have already smothered them he may not i, I mean Ugh. we don't know but um yeah but you what he said you know was that he that Shanann smothered the girls and then he killed her in a fit of rage. Well, if that had happened, first of all, it didn't. But if it had happened, there would be defensive wounds on Shanann. There would have been signs of a struggle. There was nothing. I think she was asleep. She Absolutely. didn't know. Um, and One of the girls had no defensive wounds, Cece. She didn't have any defensive wounds either. So she I believe she was asleep. Baby. Yeah. Bella fought for her life. Oh she had yeah i've like got full body chills it's awful she had scratches on her she had bruises on her and the frenulum like the skin right here underneath your lip that attaches up here to the bottom of your nose um was ripped she had a one and a half centimeter laceration there um i just i cannot imagine the horror Oh, that that little girl felt it. thinking like okay this is my dad like I trust you open him. your wa- your eyes yeah and your father is standing over you and then you're in a fight for your life i mean it's horrible and he said that he smothered them until they were blue so he knew that they were not alive anymore because the police did ask him were could is there a chance that either one of them was still alive when you put them in the oil batteries and he said oh no no god no like like that's merciful well and um we have done enough of these cases unfortunately where like or watched enough of them where when you smother someone it takes so many minutes it does and he did that to each one of them it's not like he sat there and took an assault rifle and just you know oh it happened so fast you've got to be each one, you've got to sit there and do that, and then you move into the next room and you do it again, and then you move it into the next room. It's just awful. So initially, you know, Krista Capoligraph, he failed it. He keeps saying, "I didn't do anything to them. I didn't do anything to them." Obviously, they've got their bodies. They know what's going on. They know that he's had an affair. So initially, he says that. He wants to talk to his dad first. He tells his dad. I saw that. Yeah. That Shanann killed the girls and then he killed her. And then finally he pled guilty to all of the murders. And like at first he was telling his dad, I don't want to protect Shanann anymore. And then finally he's like, okay, I did it. Um, I saw, That's the one that I saw. Yeah, so November the 6th is when he enters the guilty pleas. Um, The plea deal allowed him to avoid the death penalty. Good for him. Which, honestly, you kill your kids, you're in for a world of trouble in prison, I'm pretty sure. On November the 19th, he was sentenced to three consecutive life sentences plus 84 years for killing his wife and children. He received the maximum penalty for each of the nine counts against him. And prior to sentencing, uh, family members gave emotional statements to the court. Uh, Chris's mother, though, Cindy. <laughs> piece she, of shit. She still believes that Shanann is the one who killed the girl. She doesn't, oh, my God. She refuses to believe that Chris did it. She, she says that Shanann is the one, is the baby killer. And Chris did what he had to do. And Cindy that, can suck my dick. Yeah, she's a fucking piece of shit. And... To top it all off, Chris Watts is getting all kinds of love mail from women in prison <sighs> saying that he's so attractive and sending him like nudie pics and shit. Gross. This is he so. He murdered weird. his family. But this is so common because Ted Bundy. men, yes, men are always like the object of every woman's affection. I don't but, understand like, it. I don't either. He's I do not, not a not. horrible looking guy, but he's a piece of shit. Like. Well, take into account his personality and what the fuck he's done. Exactly. Like, why would you, Why would you, as a person who values your own life, want to, want to then try to get to... I mean, obviously, he's in prison, so I guess he can't hurt you. But you want to begin a relationship with somebody who what is the murdered draw? the very people that he's supposed to love and protect? Yeah, what is the draw for you? But it's like, I don't know. Idiots. I don't understand why women don't know their worth and they don't know what they can get and they feel like they have to go for a Chris Watts like why it's ridiculous and i don't blame Shanann because maybe he cuz you can only believe what what someone will tell you but with these hard cold facts you know what you're getting well the thing with Chris is it's it seemed like everything was good i mean even if they had hard times or whatever it wasn't until, and I don't think that Nicole knew anything about it or anything like that. I don't believe she Nicole was like. Nicole or Shanann? Oh, Nicole. The okay. Yeah. The, okay, I'm sorry. I don't think she was like, you need to kill your wife. You need to get rid of her. You need to get rid of sure. your kids. Like, whatever. But f- for him, that family unit was holding him back from what he decided was most important to him. And it. Flipped a switch in him. Right. He became a completely different and dangerous person. But I don't love the fact that Nicole tried to like gain. Oh, no, them. I don't either. Yeah. I don't, I don't love I think she's a the, the path that she's chosen. No. Because I feel like you can be a victim of your environment or you can profit from it in a very, very negative way. And I feel like that's, there was a crossroads for Nicole and she chose the complete bad one. So, anyway. That's the case. Um, and I hope that, or we hope that you liked the way that we did this case. I don't know. Yeah. this was a tough case. So we had to lighten it up a little bit and we're vulnerable about it, but thank you so much for always listening to us. Thank you you so much for, we're going to post a fan. Mandy. Meow. Thank you. Oh my God. Our fan art. Seriously, we have a fan art. (laughs) It's amazing. It is so cute. I showed one of my clients today and they were like, that is so adorable. She's so talented. I know. I know. Maybe we're going to like commission her to do more shit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We we can't know these things. But thank you so much for digging on us and loving us and appreciating our humor because for the most part, we're always like, we're awkward. Yeah. But if we have a whole awkward army cute pound sign awkward army bam so thank you so much we will see you on the flip side catch you next time bye